reignite your passion for God and for his work. Listen to Bishop Edwin Morgan Ogo, the resident pastor of the Lighthouse Chapel International Adenta Branch, as he comes your way on this podcast with the creative force of God's word. Bishop Ogo also pastors the Flaming Fire Service, a vibrant youth service filled with energetic young people who are ablaze for the Lord. He is also the evangelist of the Greater Love Roadshow, a unique outreach program that ministers the soul-saving love of Jesus Christ to a hurting world through music, dance, and the life-giving word of God. Now listen to Bishop Edwin Ogo. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. My name is Amponsa Kingsley. Uh, pastor Niamate is my zonal pastor and he's the same as my shepherd. Uh, he met me one evening, preached to me about Christ at a man from Tipa Junction and asked me a very important question, whether I'm born again. I said I'm not very sure. He led me to Christ. Uh, we started going for outreaches, follow-ups, even to the extent of inviting me to his house sharing the word of God with me. Pastor Nick, God bless you. I'm very touched of what you've done in my life. God will you bless you. Preaching to me, making me serious in Christianity. You know, I was born in a Christian family, but I didn't have a personal relationship with Christ. Going to church, coming back, half Christian, half in the world. I, I wasn't having my quiet time and those stuff, but he taught me how to have quiet time, share your quiet time with your friends, and when I started doing that, uh, some of my colleagues noticed some changes in me. Some even to the extent of calling me or saw and those stuffs. So one day I was at my workplace. A friend came to me. Uh, he complained about a hearing problem, hearing impairment. I thought he was joking. He was just putting a prank on me. So I stood behind him, asked him, Isaac, at saying, he didn't hear it. I tapped his shoulders. He was shocked. So I knew it was serious. He took my hand to the changing room. At our workplace, you have a place to change. And he said, boy, uh, what I was telling you is serious. So, so I encouraged him, prayed to him, and touched him. I tapped his shoulders and told him, God will heal you. You don't worry. God will heal you. That night in his dream, he saw someone removing something from his ear. But I didn't know. So after work, he met me at the staircase. He saw me and said, Kinsley, and by God's grace, he followed me to church today. And he's here at the moment. He's here in church. God bless you all. And I want to encourage people that I'm not a shepherd. Neither am I a reverend or a bishop. You don't have to be a shepherd or a bishop evangelist. Just avail yourself. God will use you. The same God who used Joshua. The same God who used Isaac, Moses, is the same God of today. You are not too young to be used by God. Neither are you too old to be used by God. You are not too fine for God. God is calling you today. Give yourself away and he will use you. God bless you all. Hallelujah. Oh, clap your hands for our brother Kingsley. Oh, it's a very powerful testimony. God bless you, Brother Kinsley. I believe that 
the Lord is also going to use you. In Jesus' name, amen. Please let's be on our feet. We want to learn our memory verse and then we proceed. 2 Corinthians 4, 13. 2 Corinthians chapter 4, verse 13. We having the same spirit of faith, according as it is written, I believed, and therefore have I spoken, we also believe, and therefore speak. Again, let, let's quote it again. 2 Corinthians chapter 4, verse 13. We having the same spirit of faith, according as it is written, I believed, and therefore have I spoken, we also believe, and therefore speak. Hallelujah. This is Paul speaking about how he believed in Christ, how he was preached to, and how he believed. And he's saying that when he believed, he preached the word. And now that we have also believed, it is very, very important for us to also preach. Tell your neighbor that, neighbor, it's time for you to preach. It's time for you to share the way. It's time for you to go out there and preach the way. And when you do that, it confirms your faith in Christ. Amen. Clap your hands for Jesus. <laughs> so it's time to hear the word of God. The bishop is in the house. He has a word for us. A word in season. I want you to clap your hands and give a shout unto the Lord as we invite the bishop to come up stage. Clap your hands. Clap your hands as he comes. I want to welcome you to church this beautiful Sunday morning. I believe that God has a word for you today. And I have no doubt that your life will never be the same again.
morning God has sent me with a very important message to deliver to you. 
And I want to ask you to listen very carefully. As we live our lives, we hear the voices of many different kinds of people. But once a while, we hear God speaking to us. This morning is such a time that God is saying something to you. I'm preaching this morning a short message and the title is also is, is not as short. The message is short but the title is long. The title is How God Can Get You to Bring People to Jesus. I'm presenting to you two ways God will use to get you to bring people to Jesus. And when I finish presenting the two ways, I will leave you, the, leave you with the privilege of choosing which one you would like to employ. But everyone here this morning who has received Jesus Christ should understand something very important about who you are in Christ. In 2 Corinthians chapter 5 and verse 20 Apostle Paul clearly tells us who we are in Christ. He said, now then, we are ambassadors of Christ. We who are born again are ambassadors of The pastor listening to me this morning is an ambassador, you are a, an ambassador for Christ. If you are a singer, you are an ambassador for Christ. An ordinary member is an ambassador for Christ. Now, an ambassador does many things for the country that sent him to that other domain. 
Say a cassa and a monsignor, or Janahona, my new mabbrea, or Yamanu crow, our old Jana and Macrona, Wakosononso. But basically, an ambassador represents the nation that sent him to another nation. Na anamonsini dee, or see Crona, officiono, anemo, and Macro for fro. It's not only ambassadors. Don't only represent nations. Na anamunsi fono enye kro kro so keke ena omusi emu anai. Sometimes you have ambassadors who represent causes. Eto de biya ubenya anamunsi ni biya jumedi poti bihu ne osi anamun. So you can have a very 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 popular movie star representing the United Nations as an ambassador. For HIV AIDS or landmines or other causes. Etore bi a wube hun obia oyi sini a chese wedi mu akukudama ojina ho ema ebi a wiasi wiasi amani na ko a UN a ebi a HIV ojina ho ma HIV jumadi anamunsi. You can have a, a very popular footballer like Messi as a UN or Ronaldo as a as UN ambassador for something. I told the beans to be a boy, Bonnie, Bitty Semessi, and I said Ronaldo, Oyana Monsini, and Medjumedia Potsini. So an ambassador represents a sending mission. And to your Casa Anna Monsinia, not Chesa or your Obia Yasumano. An ambassador is on a mission. Now, you and I are ambassadors not for HIV, not for AIDS, not for Ebola, not for childhood um, killer diseases. But we as believers are ambassadors for Christ. You are on a mission. And in this month, July of evangelism, I have the responsibility of informing you that you are an ambassador for Christ. You may be a banker, you may be a student, you may be a doctor, you may be a driver, you may be a carpenter, you may be a farmer, but in Christ you represent a cause. In our natural lives, there are ambassadors who don't represent their countries well. Some of them go to a nation instead of representing the country, they go to do business. They don't represent the country well. So they are withdrawn. This morning, I'm sharing with you 
Two ways God can get you to bring people to Jesus. Every Christian must be a soul winner. That is the memory verse we learned this morning. We haven't the same spirit of faith. According as it is written. I believe, therefore have I spoken. We also believe. We believe. It's not only Elisha or Moses or Nahum or Obadiah. We also believe. Therefore we speak. Once you believe. You must speak. As I said, once you believe, you must speak. In the Old Testament, all those who believed, they spoke. Elisha believed. He spoke. Jeremiah believed. He spoke. Isaiah believed. Isaiah Ojidi. He spoke. We also believe. Therefore, we speak. Your silence is a sign that you are an unbeliever. Masquerading as a Christian. Not everybody sitting in this church service. It's a child of God. Because not everybody listening here believes. But we believe, those of us, we believe. You see, it's a spirit. It's a spirit. That's why Paul begins by saying that we, therefore, having the spirit of faith, I'm surprised that Paul is using the word faith and believe in the same context because it should have been very easy for him to have been consistent with the word belief. So like you'd have said, we therefore having the same spirit of belief. Do you believe? Then why are you not speaking? Why are you not talking to people about Christ? Why is your Christian life about just money? and pregnancy, and marriage, and business, and a nice house, all your mind is on the earth. When will you talk to somebody about heaven? You are an ambassador. Please speak to somebody about Christ. You may not have the privilege I have this morning to have a microphone in my hand to speak to thousands of people. You may not have that privilege. But you may have only one person to speak to. 
But don't shut up. Don't be quiet. That's why God sent me this morning to show you two ways he can get you to speak. Two ways he can get you to bring people back to Jesus. Because he is counting on you. He's counting on you. Are you dependable or you are a big man? Are you dependable or you are a nice married woman? Are you dependable or you are a very educated man? Are you dependable or you are the type who, who just rubbishes God? The first way, just two ways, I'm, I'm ending the message right now. The first way God can get you to bring people to Jesus is the first way is by do you want to know is by making you meet Jesus in your normal ordinary life as you live your life normal you go to work as somebody who has met Jesus, he will touch your heart. We know this from the gospel of St. John, according to St. John, chapter 4. Because of time, I will not go into the reading of the text. But there's a story of Jesus Christ who meets a woman, a Samaritan woman at the well. And this woman had a, an encounter with Jesus. And she became convinced that Jesus was a prophet. Two ways God can get you to talk about Jesus to others. One way is that he will trust that as you've met Jesus, you will go. So, so, so this woman met Jesus and she was enchanted by the prophetic anointing on Jesus. The Bible says that she left the water pot and went, ran. Come, come and see. I've met, I've met a man. I've met a savior. I've met a great man. Come, come and see. Come. So, so she ran, called some, some men because she, she was used to men. She had had five husbands. A woman who can marry five men. And the one she is with is not her husband. It's a type of woman who is into men. So no wonder when she went to town, it was only men she went to evangelize. So she went to say, come, 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 come. Let's go, let's go, let's go. So the men, some had towels around their waist. Some were wearing their shorts without singlet. Somewhere had just come from work, were eating. All of them stopped and they ran. And when they came to Jesus, they said, Wow, we've not met a man like this. This week, may this be the style you will use to bring people to Jesus. 
Obey or share yes who was subrano hono, yes who can one some chair no a yen one ye, no dimrika a cocrum, no cochin akra, Bible so dimrika, and no cochin mamma, a sansa no oba no tadi mamma goody, and to a chain mamma, no de mobre yesu, no mobba yesu cheno, or mobetiena no casano, or mancasa who say anne, bema we de yen she bitta. Now watch him share no se won't so way a bay our dance. Clap for Jesus. So, all of us, all of us, tomorrow, Monday, I'm going to the bank. You are going to the hospital. She's going to school. Somebody is going to her shop. We are all going to our offices. We are all going to work. Normal day-to-day -day life. Woman at the well. It was not a party. It was not a wedding. Every day, she went to fetch water. Normal day-to-day -day life. But when she met Jesus, she, she put her water pot down and went. See, this is one way. Why? Because no matter what you do, you are an ambassador. So this is one of the ways God can get you. May your heart be the type of heart God can touch to, to run to people and speak to them about Christ. How many of you want to use this type as you go to work in the church or in the office? Next week, Sunday, God willing, may you bring someone to church that you met. You know, you know, you know, this woman did not preach. She just went and called them. Said, come, I've seen a man. So sometimes, one of the ways to bring someone to Christ is not even to preach to the person, but invite the person to church. In church, the person will meet Jesus. And that person's salvation will be credited to your spiritual bank account mm. in heaven. I told you, beer. Yes. I told a beer, obey a sebay, won't conquer canyam, a salmon shrubby, what the audience are wool tunsa, now what they are freno, Naso bass or a babesia yesu, Naso shia yesua, Nidan qua wenyano, a bequamau, a wasra himemo. Period. That's the end. That's the end of the first model. Normal life. You meet somebody. Come, let's go to church. Next week, will you do that? Will you bring someone to church? How many of you will bring someone to church next week? Normal day-to-day -day life. Yes, a form of speaking. We believe, therefore we speak. The second way, God, God can get you to talk about Christ. Those outside, can you hear me? Yes, the second way God can get you to talk to others about Christ. And I'm ending with this. It's from the gospel of Luke, the physician. Chapter number 23. And I'm reading verse number 32. 23, 32. The second model, the second way, in case the first way fails... The second way God can get you to talk favorably about Christ to others is this one. And 
there were also two other malefactors. It's an old English word for criminals. There were also two other criminals led with him to be put to death. And when they were come to the place which is called Calvary Calvary. there they crucified him and the malefactors one on the right hand and the other on the left. Verse 34. Then said Jesus, Father, forgive them, for they know not what they do. And they parted his raiment and cast lots. Verse 36. The soldiers were mocking him. And offering him vinegar. Verse 37, they were mocking him even more. They said, If you are the Son of God, save yourself. If you, are, if you really say you are the king of the Jews, save yourself. They were laughing at Jesus. They were mocking him. Remember, I'm talking about two ways God can get you to talk about Jesus Christ to others. Verse 39. And one of the criminals which were hanged railed on him saying, if thou be Christ, save thyself and us. Verse 40 is where I end. But the other I'm sure you know the other is also a criminal. Not, not a pastor, not, not a shepherd. The other criminal. Answering, rebuked him. Saying, Does thou not fear God? Seeing thou art in the same condemnation. We indeed justly, for we receive the due reward of our deeds. But this man had done nothing amiss. And he said unto Jesus, Lord, remember me when thou comest into thy kingdom. And verse 43 is the mo- one of the most popular sayings of Jesus. It says, Verily I say unto thee, Today, today, thou shalt be with me in paradise. I'm surprised that this man a malefactor a criminal I didn't know I thought he was just an armed robber I thought he was just 
a thief. I thought he was just a cocaine dealer. Not knowing that the man could preach. Not knowing that guy could say something about Jesus. But instead of preaching, he was doing 419. Instead of preaching, he was stealing money. Instead of preaching, he was raping girls. Wow! Instead of preaching, he had thrown away God. Not knowing that this guy could preach. But the time, the only time God could get him to preach was when he had been brought to the cross about to die. Suddenly, the evangelist in him came out. Suddenly, the pastor in him came out. Listen to me very carefully today. Some of you walking around, you can share the gospel, but you will not speak because you are a banker. You will not speak because you are a rich man. You will not speak because you are an important man. But God is great. The Muslims, they say, Allahu Akbar. God is great. God, whatever he will do to get you to represent him, he will do it. Even if it means bringing you close to death. If you will not speak about him as you are going to work tomorrow in town, selling, going to the bank, going to school, if you won't speak, he will bring cancer into your body. Not knowing that the two the two brothers, the two guys. One of them was wicked, but one of them had a very, very generous opinion of God. But he never ever mentioned God. Some of you are following friends to do bad things. But you know that you can speak about Jesus. So because God is great, he will arrange for you to be arrested. I have received phone calls from people in, in Sawam prisons. Maximum security. They want my prayers. They want my counsel. They want a word from me. But when, when they were free in town, they were saying to hell with God. Away with that church nonsense. But when you are hacking on the cross, then the pastor in you will come out. The evangelist in you will come out. Ladies and gentlemen, maybe you just got born. Maybe you are a new person on earth. If you have lived on earth for three years, you will know that God is great. 
Read the Bible carefully. In the book of Daniel. Daniel There was a mighty king. He was the king of the wealthiest and strongest nation on the earth. He was called Nebuchadnezzar, the king of Babylon. There was nobody greater than him. One day he went to his balcony. And look at his empire. And attributed the great things he was seeing to himself. God said. Today you don't remember me. I will bring you down to your knees. You know the Bible says. Every knee shall bow. Every knee shall bow. Your knee will bow. My knee will bow. But how it will bow. Is a different matter. You can bow your knees. On an ordinary day. Ordinary Sunday. Ordinary Tuesday. But if it doesn't work. You will become a criminal. Arrested. In prison. Then you start sharing Christ. And bow your knee. But I know you are wise. If you can do this as a free man. Why do you want to do it as a man about to be hanged on a cross? But if it is the cross you are waiting for, if it is cancer you are waiting for, if it is a disease you are waiting for, have you not seen? In Ghana, I don't know about other countries, but a lot of the good hospitals, the world, where they admit patients, there are Bibles. You know, I have been on admission before. I took my Bible to, to the hospital. But most hospitals have got Gideon's Bible. Gideon's Bible lying down waiting for certain patients because they would not read their Bible when they were normal and well and strong. So it is a disease that must get them to be in a hospital and be forced by a disease to read the Bible. The, the title of the message is How God Will Get You to Speak About Jesus Christ. He will get you to speak about him your normal life. Tomorrow going to work, Sunday in your area at home, you meet a boy um, passing in front of your house, you call the boy. Like the testimony. A, a brother... Amate, he was just around, he saw the boy, spoke to him. Today, he's in church. I'm sure he's a shepherd. The normal day-to-day life, you are not sick, you are not broke, you have not been arrested, you don't have cancer, you are not in the hospital, you are not dying, normal life, and you are, you are, you are, you are talking to him. But if that will not work, then God will arrange for your arrest. 
na se nyankopon kwa hodo ba ko ne se wankasa dada wa bra bo ya shen nyawo be ohiehia wo no be mu aka na wan place wa afede e odo be kasa not everybody in insawom prison is a criminal enyo bi biara odo insawom fiase na wo ye kwam keni some have done nothing but they are in prison e bi nya she enso oda oda afiase god knows why he took them to prison o nyankopon nim senti a wode ne koto bia fiase when they came out they call themselves pastors na sa ofie di ba o fre no ho sofo in ghana they are pastors who became pastors in jail but you don't need to go to jail to be a pastor I am a pastor I didn't go to jail to become a pastor I became a pastor when I was a student in your normal day to day life you can take decisions for God but if God sees that you are not you are not you are not bothered you are into your life then he deploys an evil you know there are some people in the bible they would never have come to God if they didn't have some diseases the woman with the issue of blood she would never have come to Jesus if she had not been bleeding for 12 years blind Bartimaeus was screaming Jesus son of David have mercy on me if he had normal eyes, perhaps he would never have screamed. Sometimes God will hit you with blindness so that you can acknowledge that God is the God of heaven and everybody must seek him. This morning, my message has come to an end. Choose you this day. The John 4 model or look to the three model. If you must be handcuffed before you become a pastor, God will ensure that you are handcuffed. Thy will be done on earth. God's will can be done on earth in every way. My sister, as beautiful as you are, if you will not serve God, then he will send a man into your life who will break your heart and break other parts of your body before you come to your senses that Jesus is Lord. But as you are normal right now, you can take a decision for God. But if you want, if you want to be near death, before you know that Jesus Christ is a good man that you must talk about. He will hang you on the cross. Whatever he will do to let the message of Christ come out of your throat, he will do it. This week, by the grace of God, you will not go to jail. This week, by the grace of God, you will not have cancer. This week, by the grace of God, no bad news will hit you. My sister, while everything is well, let this week be the week you will bring two people to church on Sunday. But if you will not do it, God will deploy. His second 
Back up. Back up. Back up plan. I said back up plan. I've seen people in hospitals begging for prayer. I've seen people in hospital reading their Bible three times a day. I don't think you need to go to the hospital before you can read your Bible. But if you must be admitted, when, you, when your right leg is about to be cut, then suddenly you are, you, are, you are now a religious man. God will cut off your leg and cut off your hand and cut off your ear and cut off your marriage and cut off your life. Then when you are desperate, in the Bible, a lot of people came to Jesus with desperation. Don't be desperate. In your normal, regular, fine, beautiful life, you can follow God. Don't let God make you desperate. It's not good. It doesn't serve your interests. It's actually a lower form of serving God. You can serve God as a doctor now, as a lawyer now, as a businessman, rich, nice, wife, married, two children. But if you want your child to die before you go for prayer meetings, he will do it for you. I met a lady. As I, I don't see you these days. He said, I go to Ekropon for prayer meetings. Last Friday, two days ago, Friday, I go to Ekropon for prayer meetings. I said, wow, what prayer meetings? You wouldn't come to church. Today you are taking church to Ekropon because her marriage has been cut off. God bless you. You are married. You've got children. You have a job. Everything is fine. You are a pastor. God bless you. You work in the bank. You work in VRA. You work in whatever. Some of you, whatever you are, whatever, 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 whatever. There's nothing bad. You are happening. You, you, you are serving God. God bless you. May you copy these ones. Don't serve God in jail. Don't serve God sick. Don't serve God with cancer. Don't serve God with a broken heart. Don't serve God when your life has been destroyed. Ask everything is well at the well. I said, ask everything is well at the well. Two ways. God can get you. To talk about Jesus. As we end the service. Please close your eyes. Please close your eyes. What a beautiful day. As every eye is closed. Every head is bowed. You are here today. You don't know Jesus. You see, once again. Once again. Once again. You, you are well. Even when I say lift your hands, you can lift your hand. There's nothing wrong with you. It's the time to give your life to Christ. But if you also want to receive him in the hospital... He will meet you there. But I will suggest to you, as every eye is closed, that today, now, you bow your knees and say, Father, I submit my life to you. I commit myself to you. I dedicate myself to you. I want to be born again. As every eye, outside, under the canopy, every eye is closed. Outsets, at the back, in the main auditorium, wherever you are, as every eye is closed. You want to say, Pastor, I need Jesus. If you are here like that, just lift your hand. Just lift your hand. Just lift your hand. Don't say, Pastor, pray for me. I want to be born again. Just so lift your hand. Yes. Outside. 
You want to come to Jesus? Welcome back to Jesus. You want to dedicate your life to God? This is the time. Lift your hands and say, Pastor, I need Jesus. I want to be born again. Outside. If your hand is up, upstairs, I see you with your hand up. If your hand is up, meet me in front here. Come. Come. With your hand up. Keep your hand up and come. Receive Jesus before a sickness. Clap for them, they are coming to Jesus. Don't receive Jesus in a wheelchair. I said, Don't receive Jesus in a wheelchair. Allahu Akbar. God is great. What he wants to do, he will do it. Those in front, lift your two hands. Somebody here thinks we are joking. But wait till you are on the cross, then you remember me. Right now, that you are walking in town, there's no cross. Come to Jesus now. And now, when they are coming, clap your hands for them. They are coming. Lift your two hands. And say, Heavenly Father, I'm sorry. I'm so sorry. I've gone far from you. I've lived my own life with my own wisdom. I'm sorry. Please receive me. Please wash me. Please cleanse me. Today, I declare that your son Jesus Christ is my Lord and my personal Savior. I declare that I am born again. Thank you. I'm not going back to the world. From today, I will walk with you. I will stay in church. I will serve you. I thank you, Father. For the salvation in Jesus' name. Amen. Thank you for listening to this podcast. We believe that you have been truly blessed. You can send a mail to Bishop Edwin Ogo at bishopedwinogo at gmail.com. Introduce this podcast to a friend, keep listening, and keep living passionately for God.